0: I did say feetsies, Justin. Sing me a song about being trapped in a video game for a second time.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> like that? Like a song like that exists? Like I could just go, hmm. Let me think of <laughs> let me my think record of, of songs through this. Yeah, let me let me just, uh, man. There's so many. Let me think of one. Man, I'm trying to think of just a song. I'm trying to think, okay, was there ever, like, uh, a cartoon or something where a guy was trapped in a video game? Was not a, a, oh, my God. I was was actually
0: just thinking you were going to sing a song from Daft Punk from the Tron Legacy soundtrack. Just make a bunch (laughs) of electronic songs,
2: like sounds (laughs) with your mouth. (laughs) Or just (laughs) any song that reminds you of Jumanji. It was possible.
0: It was possible. Because that's essentially what Tron Legacy is. So you failed, Justin. You failed. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. On that note, let's start the episode. And I did that intentionally. Because why? We've got a new song. Hey Cinefans, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Slayers Podcast. I'm Sterling, and as always, I'm joined by Justin and Heather. But before we start the episode, what do you guys think of the new song? Written for us and performed, I shouldn't say just written, um, created for us in general by the wonderfully talented comedian slash musician Chris Bongat.
2: Love it love it chris it's really really good
1: yeah hats off to chris it, it gave me a little joke i was like oh yeah okay I'm, I'm ready to record i am ready so yeah that was nice i enjoyed it
0: yeah i had to do the fake out for the original just to do that just to draw attention to it nice um and also yeah this is our first episode with that song because even though we've had that song for a little bit because of the way our recording schedule was i didn't want to just throw it in there to another episode when i could have so i wanted to make sure that we had a proper debut for it um but let's just go ahead and get into the episode now because we were going to be talking about what we like didn't like and everything in between with the movie jumanji next level is it jumanji 2 the next level i don't fucking remember the full title of this movie
2: jumanji Jumanji the next level
0: yeah that one jumanji we're back in a video game so let's start with Justin, because I don't feel like we've started with you for a while. I think I always end up picking on Heather. So, uh, (laughs) Justin, what did you like about Jumanji The Next Level?
1: Yeah, it's been a minute since I've started one of these. Well, there, well, actually, this is, um, I, I, overall, I walked away thinking that this was pretty solid, man. I thought that this was another, uh, solid sequel that has come out this year, um, But I I thought I really enjoyed this and I had a good time with this and I laughed a lot during this film would definitely sum up some of my sentiments with it. Um, We had talked about another sequel that had come out uh, earlier in the year, uh, the Zombieland sequel. And in that, I said that sometimes to get a successful sequel or at least one where um, it's pleasing enough to fans You don't want to repeat or just rehash the exact same thing that you did. Of course, you want some familiar pieces. You want some familiar beats, but there has to be enough new about it to make it at least feel fresh. You got to add some compelling characters. We talked about that. We talked about how some of these things, you have to add some things that make it feel a little fresh, but while still keeping the familiar beats that gave you success the first time. And I think that this movie was able to do that in a lot of ways. Um, for, first of all, the people that you expect to perform well definitely do. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black are all great in, in this movie. Those are just the three that instantly come to mind. And their performances are good here, too. Um, Karen Gillan uh, and um, and also is it Aquafina? I think I'm saying that right. Pretty sure I am. Um, w- were also great in this movie as well. Uh, j- just to talk a little bit about some of the performances. Um, and, and there were two great additions to this uh, film as well. Danny DeVito as Eddie and Danny Glover as Milo. I'll, I'll, actually, I'll start with them just because you know what to expect from people like Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, and them. But, uh, you know... I When I found out that Danny DeVito and Danny Glover were going to be in this, uh, you know, it it did pique my curiosity a little bit. I was like, "Huh, that's those are interesting choices for this film." But man, this made those two being in it just made for so many uh, fun scenarios and just so many just uh, great impressions of them that were done by other actors and actresses. So I really, so they really just added something to this. And I've talked about how sometimes in a sequel, you sometimes have to have the some additional characters, some other people that are compelling or interesting and different things like that. And and for me, Milo and Eddie were those two characters. The the you meet them because they are family members of um oh my gosh, what's his name? His name escapes me. Of Spencer, Spencer's character, guy played by Alex Wolf, they're they relatives of him, but uh, or Danny DeVito is a relative of him, and Danny Glover or Milo in this is Danny DeVito's friend. So that's how we kind of meet these characters. That's their relation to the familiar characters we know. Um, one of them is Spencer's relative, so that's how we meet these characters. But they but they have a bond and they have a friendship in this film that is kind of comparable to the bonded friendship that Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart actually share. So that's kind of what it reminded me of. So you can kind of already see how this kind of goes together because I I felt like maybe that friendship was kind of framed on the friendship that Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart have. But whenever these Two people, Milo and Eddie, are kind of sucked into this video game world along with some of our um, other characters in this. Whenever we go back to the video game to Jumanji for the second time, there is an opportunity where basically Dwayne Johnson um, is the body swap of Danny DeVito and Danny Glover has swapped with Kevin Hart. So those are the avatars in the game that they've taken over. And this just makes for some hilarious scenes, some hilarious scenarios. And it really made this whole thing feel fresh because we got to see people like Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart and Jack Black play different characters and uh, that was just so smart that was just so smart of course um as we get towards the end of the movie we do a big switch thing and then we kind of get what we're familiar with from the first film but the first half or so of this movie you you got even though we're looking at the same characters you got some body switches that were different And and it was just really funny. Like it doesn't really matter who you were talking about. It was entertaining. Kevin Hart was so funny as Danny Glover, and how he would just speak in this slower tone, kind of sounding like this, uh, you know, this older guy, and talking about, oh, my friend Earl. You know, one day he told me, and just like the way that he would talk (laughs) was just so funny to me. Like because you could see, you could visibly see Danny Glover saying the line or delivering the line that way. But Kevin Hart doing the impression of him was just great. And I never thought that I needed Dwayne Johnson doing an impression of Danny DeVito. I didn't know that that was anything I needed in my life. I didn't know that that was going to be something. I've never been sitting somewhere going, you know what would be funny? If The Rock did an impression of Danny DeVito. But that's what I got and it was just hilarious man just watching them use the same mannerisms and do do some of the same things that you're used to uh Danny DeVito doing and it just made for a lot of hilarious scenes and later on in the film when Aquafina um actually sw- they switch up the avatars and the body switches things happen a little bit and Aquafina actually is um Danny DeVito or or you could say Eddie Danny Devito's character takes over the avatar of Aquafina or Ming in the story and whenever Aquafina is Danny Devito I thought honestly that she did a better job than the rock did like she was so good, like everything, her mannerisms and the way that she spoke, the way that she altered her voice to kind of sound like Danny DeVito, the, the, even just down to the way she would walk and everything. I mean, it was just so spot on that I just couldn't help but like laugh or smile whenever she was delivering a line or whenever she was uh, doing her impression of Danny DeVito. So all of that. Was just so hilarious to me, and, and this film, um, it, it knows what it is, and and that's a, and that's what made the 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 first or not the first Jumanji, but the first video game Jumanji, the last the last movie of this. That's what made it so much fun is that this movie knows what it is and it's played for laughs and it's played for comedy. And the cool thing is that we get to see some of these adults play teenagers and play people and they're kind of stuck in these teenager bodies. So it just makes for hilarious conversations, hilarious interactions. And you get all of that in this movie. And they do some different things with the plot where now the video game is broken. So now you've got these all of these uh, different scenarios. The game is different. There are glitches and different things are happening with characters and avatars that didn't happen the first time. And the adventure has changed a little bit from the first movie. So... All of those things just keep the plot going and the plot moves pretty steadily. It doesn't really differ from anything that we saw in the first movie. It still kind of plays the same as far as the beat, the different beats of the film. But really just the hilarity of seeing these actors act and play these different people is really just still gold. You know, I didn't know that I could sit through this and and hear a lot of the same things and and. Um, and see a lot of the performances again, but even sitting through it a second time, there was enough fresh here with the addition of Danny DeVito and uh, Danny Glover. It just really was fresh enough to where it just was entertaining throughout. So uh, my hat is off to them for making this feel familiar like the first film, but then doing enough with the characters, doing enough with the body switching element and doing enough with the impressions of different people to still make this funny, to still make this entertaining. Um, So, yeah, my compliments to all of them. I mean, I really enjoyed this and just laughed out loud a lot in this film. Heather, what about you?
2: Yeah, I have to agree on a lot of that. I um I think when it comes to the whole um, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson and Aquafina playing Daniel Devito's character, Aquafina was so amazing at it. But I kind of expected that she would be because I've seen her be like that funny, like it, funny in that same way that he is before. Um, with Dwayne Johnson, I didn't expect it from him. And I think that's why I enjoyed it more. Like, I mean, I expected he would because obviously we know that's what his character is in this movie. But I just, I was so impressed with how well he did take on his mannerisms and his voice and all of that. And just because I haven't really seen him in a role so much like that before. It, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. He did such a good job. And, it, and I think it was just even the idea of Dwayne Johnson is playing Danny DeVito. Like that thought in general is just so funny to me. So I think I, I mean, I enjoyed both of them doing, they did a great job, both of them. But I just really liked uh, Dwayne Johnson doing that character. I thought that was perfect. And Kevin Hart, I expected he would do that well just because he's always so consistently funny in his impressions of people. So, I mean, I'm I'm glad that it, I wasn't disappointed in either of those because I know those were going to be the biggest changes in this movie and they completely delivered. But I am also glad that they were able to go back to the original characters they were because they were so great in the first one as those original characters, especially Jack Black as um, Bethany. Yeah, I loved him playing Bethany. he was he was pretty good at his fridge too, but him playing Bethany was just one of the funniest things about the first movie. And I'm really glad that he got the opportunity to play her again. But yeah, it was, it, just, it was just as funny if, to me as the first one. I really enjoyed the first one as well. I thought it was a lot of fun. So I'm really glad that this one was pretty much on that same level of entertaining to me. Because, you know, of course, they did do a couple of things that were the same. I mean, it's the same concept, uh, just with the, a couple of new tricks or a couple of new um, issues that come up in it. But they made it different enough to where you didn't feel like you're watching the exact same movie, at least not to me. So I appreciated that. And just in general, all of the cast and how well each person played the, the other version of that person. <laughs> like, for example, one of them that was really good to me was Nick Jonas playing Alex, um, who is also Colin Hanks in the real world. And just how very, very similar they acted and spoke and everything they did was exactly the same And it was perfect. And I thought they did such a good job of that. Um, So even those characters that weren't as main as the other ones were so good, too. And um, yeah, Danny Glover was awesome. Or Kevin Hart playing Danny Glover's character was awesome, too. Like, those two really were just very impressive. So just... And of course, their, their whole dynamic... It's so different in this movie because now you see them before they go into the game. All of them are still... Close, they're all friends, or they are friends now. I mean, and um, Spencer and oh, what is the redhead girl's name? Whatever her name is. Um, Martha. Martha, yes. Spencer and Martha, you know, they were together and now they're not, and all these things. So they have a very different relationship with each other now. And you could see that in the movie. They did a good job of showing that. And um, Yeah. And then now it's it's just a very different dynamic, but still good, because in some ways you get to see a little bit more depth into their relationships and just into their dynamics and how they are the way they are now. And I I liked it because instead of it like being, oh, we don't even like each other. We don't want to be around each other. We're just thrown into this thing together. It's now like, oh, we're all friends and we have to go save him. So it was just kind of cool to see that like their reasoning was different and all of that. So that was cool. Um I think I actually I don't know if it was just you guys. I didn't actually know Aquafina was going to be in this movie. Um I don't remember seeing her in the trailers for it or maybe I just missed it when she was, but I totally did not expect her in this movie. Um she was great.
0: Well, you, you kind of stole my first talking point about it. I knew she was in the movie cuz there she was announced mm-hmm. in the cast. Um, But they did leave her out of all the trailers. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I forgot she was in the movie until I saw her. And then I was like, oh, shit, she's in this movie. And then I was like, oh, yeah, she got fucking cast like (laughs) a year ago. Like, I remember that she got cast. I just, I completely forgot because, like you said, uh, she's not in any of the trailers. And and then because of that, I appreciated that Mm -hmm. because I was surprised by it. Like, just the fact that they just did not have her in any of the trailers, like just kind of made that delightful
2: yeah and it i mean and it's it was smart because also it doesn't give away who spoilers everyone it doesn't give away who um spencer is in the game because they don't show her so you don't expect it's her you know so um it was smart to do it that way but and i also i'm a huge fan of alex wolf um who plays spencer i think he is just like beyond talented so i mean I'm I'm impressed with how how diverse he is in his acting. I mean, we don't really get to see too much of him in this movie because, you know, he's only at the start of it and the end of it, but um just I I just think that um it, like Dwayne Johnson playing the version of him and even Aquafina playing the both of them did so good at playing the different characters that they were. Um and they, they just did it so well because you could just, even just in what you know of Spencer's character from the first movie and a little bit of this one, you just know the type of person he is and everything. And so just that being carried on into these characters without even really seeing him too much was really pretty impressive, I think, in how they did it. So, and I liked the, um, I really liked how they switched it up with who was who in the sense of the point that, um, Jack Black's character made about we're the most terrible versions of these characters in this game like we are completely not the characters that we should be because we don't do these characters well and I thought that was an interesting take on it because everybody was just all out of whack and they were just you know the the big hero of the movie is being selfish so that doesn't help anybody and then the one who's supposed to be the thief um, is afraid of getting caught all the time, so it was just like the the whacked out game made them into the complete opposite people of who they are, and it made it really interesting when they pointed that out, and I really thought that was cool. So yeah, I mean, mostly it really was just the character dynamics, and also just how well the characters played each other and the versions of themselves that they were. That was the most entertaining thing about this, but just the storyline was good too. I mean. Um, I think that, yeah, it had a complete story. I mean, you do feel like, yeah, this would be a different level of the game. And this is definitely harder than the first round and all of that. And I like that they brought in um, Nigel again, the guy who only has certain responses. He can say <laughs> that was pretty funny. I forgot about that until I saw him. So, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just a fun movie. I mean, you don't feel like it was um, boring or I didn't feel like it was boring and I just think that the the new challenges they had mix it up enough where you're not like, oh, everything's the same. Because, yes, it's the same formula. But again, they did bring in some new stuff to make it an, a different f- type of entertaining than it was the first time around. So, yeah, it was fun. I really I enjoyed it just as much as the first one.
1: Yeah. And some of the stuff that you said, you just made me think of uh a couple of more things, especially with the Spencer character. I I did like when you were talking about the story elements. I did like his reasoning too for going back into the game. And that is something that Alex Wolf did well when we're introduced to the film and everybody is Mm. going back to their real lives and everything like that. And he's just kind of having a tough time. Uh, Him and Martha broke up and he's just, you know, not he's having a tough time adjusting to the world around him. And it's just not what he expected it to be. And so when you find out that he went back because he was like, man, in this game, you know, I was, I was the rock or I was the, you know, the bravest hero. And I, and I was, I I mattered. And I had all these abilities and stuff like that. And I just wanted to feel that way again. I just wanted to be strong again, which, I liked that too, because a lot of times when people are talking about, even when you're just talking about video games and why are they popular and why are they, that's kind of what it is. It's escapist type of entertainment. You know, you are controlling, it puts you in the role of this hero or this person with powers or you're this... Person trying to solve this puzzle, whatever you are in the video game, but that's kind of what it is. It's this kind of escapist entertainment. So when he went to the video game, back into the video game to escape, that really was just a great way to get back to this video game scenario because it almost defines uh, that. Almost defines what video games are and why they're so popular. So that was a nice touch as well.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have to cut both of you guys off at this point because you keep taking everything oh, I'm going to no, fucking say. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, I was like, after both of you guys were done, I was like, all right, I've got a couple of things I can still say that are new. And then Justin goes, hey, Sterling, you know, the thing you were going to say that we hadn't <laughs> said yet. And I was like, yeah, Justin, and you go, I'm going to say it.
1: <laughs> Damn, my bad. I'm
0: like, oh, okay. I mean, because I really thought I had you guys with the whole like Aquafina thing. And then Heather's like, "Oh yeah, did you guys know Aquafina was in this?" I'm like, "You son of a bitch!" I was like, "Cause I was like, I was getting ready for that and all this other stuff." Um. Uh. Yeah. Now I'm just gonna end up parroting you guys and a lot of shit. Um. I, I. do. I do agree with Justin. Uh. I. I liked the way this movie to a degree. I liked the way this movie did a good job of doing what you should do in a movie sequel. Um. By adding new characters and new stuff like that, like. And, and, and giving us some of those unique performances, like The Rock as Danny DeVito and Aquafina as Danny DeVito and uh, Kevin Hart as as Donald Glover and and those things like that, like those were really good. And I and as much as I do like Aquafina and The Rock, as Danny DeVito, Kevin Hart's just Donald Glo- uh, or Danny Glover, not Donald Glover, Danny Glover is just one <laughs> of the most perfect things I've ever seen
1: yeah yeah he was awesome.
0: and so much so that like and one thing I really appreciated that this movie captured is the frustration of dealing with elderly people when it comes to anything technology mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes like if I was in that situation with my grandparents, I would have been dead. They would have cost me all my lives like <laughs> right but just the utter frustration that like time you know that uh the Kevin Hart uh Danny Glover um, person was speaking like you know the guy that was what's his name uh the fridge uh who is yeah. now jack black like how frustrating he was getting because he was like no i know how to be that role and it's like you're being so slow you're killing people and that's how i feel <laughs> right. every time i have to go like change the input on my grandparents television i'm like you're literally <laughs> just slowly killing me every time you know because no matter how many times you know you explain to them oh when it says this you hit this button Bam, it gets fixed. No, no matter how many times I explain that, the button gets hit and everything's fucked up and then they just act like the world's going to end because they can't watch fucked snooze for like a day until I go over there and fix it. And then when I get over there, they're just grumpy as fuck because the TV was on <laughs> the wrong input for days. And then, you know, it's just it's a, this endless cycle of absurdity that the, the elderly put us through. And this movie perfectly captured that to me. Just everything about it. You know, just... The down to the way that he's just like you said he spoke about everything and just you know no matter what was said he would have like a story for it even if the story didn't fit or even if the story was coming at the worst possible time (laughs) it's just Mm -hmm. that's the way it was and then just the whole constant you know like oh you're in a video game and we're we're in a video game and he's like yeah you're in a video yeah (laughs) and then like there's a then like two seconds later like wait we're in a video game and you're like holy fuck dude Like, how many times do I have to say this? And I'm like, no, that's just so true.
2: Yeah. And they're just like misremembering everything. Like, when he's like, if I'm remembering correctly, Jumanji is that young lady's sister. (laughs) What? It was so great. That was one of my favorite lines. It was so funny.
0: I mean, they just, a lot of that stuff was just really, really good. And like I said, I really liked the Aquafina surprise, which as soon as I saw Aquafina, though, I knew it was Spencer. Like, as soon as, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah th- oh, that's obviously his character. Like, that's not just an NPC or anything like that. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. the character. And, you know, so there was a lot of that stuff. I liked the fact that I'm really actually kind of glad that they didn't spoil also the whole um, the Kevin Hart character uh, also can now speak to animals. I'm glad mm-hmm. they didn't ruin that part. Because that seems like a very obvious thing to put in a trailer at this, like, nowadays. Which I think that would have really killed... I mean, because the jokes weren't the best, like when he's talking to all those camels and stuff like that. It's not like those were great jokes, but at the time in the movie, they really, really worked. Yeah. And they only worked because they caught you off guard. If you knew at any point going into that, that he could talk to animals, it's all just a waste. And then the Mm -hmm. scenes are just stupid and you don't care. Like they would instantly become just 100% unfunny and boring. Like who would care? But I really liked that they kept it that way. Um, and also for the most part, I really, I mean, I just talking about the other aspects of the movie, like, uh, for the most part, the special effects were, were good. Um, I liked, uh, what's his name? Uh, that the hound as the main bad guy. I think he fit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We got the rock versus the
1: hound.
0: (laughs) And you know, as, as anybody that's listened to our Lion King episode or even the very first episode of this podcast, I mean, you should know that I'm very pro hyena, and the True. hyena's were really cool in this movie. Um, I was really kind of sad though that after that whole scene at that like that campfire bar or whatever the fuck that thing was called, like the hyenas are just gone. They're just no longer in the movie after that. And I was uh, really yeah, he, sad. You needed was, more hyena? I was, I was. I was set up for some crazy hyena hiding. Oh no, you see them. Uh you do see them later now that I remember. Uh, when Aquafina is trying to get into that uh treasure box thing. Oh yeah. But that's still nothing. Like, they don't do anything. Very just briefly, kind of yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just depressing because I'm always about all the hyena all the time. So, uh, yeah, that made me kind of sad. Plus, I think it would have been nice if they did the whole thing of, like, just, you know, him th- them throwing them up like a bone and them just breaking it in their mouths. Because they did bring that up. that They, they do have the ability to, to crush bone in their jaws. I just wish they could have shown that in some way, shape, or form. I think it would just would have been delightful because I want to see it. That's all. Um, but I mean, no, for the most part, this movie is, this movie is incredibly fun. Um, it's not as fun as the first one. And, and that's not really its fault per se, just because, I mean, that, that, that first Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle really just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I don't yeah. know what film I was expecting going into that, but it wasn't what we got. And it was, it was just a complete surprise and just 100% fun and just a very just surprising gem of a movie. And unfortunately, this movie's just not going to have that because it's not a surprise, you know. You're going to get new aspects and new things like that, but, you know, it, it, it just can't live up to that aspect of it. But even without that, this movie did a very good job of, of being really fun. Um, you know, especially because, like, also... I don't know if I said it or not, but because I, I, I just do want to make sure I say it that like one thing I really loved about the first Jumanji is just how well it made itself feel like a video game. It did a very good job of capturing uh, that that kind of aspect of the non-playable characters and the you know the the overpowered hero and then you know the sidekick characters and the the weaknesses and strengths and and stuff like that of just like any team-based game is something like that. It also very much plays out kind of like a uh, Dungeons & Dragons too. Um, But I'm just really, I, I really appreciated how much it captured that game type of mentality in the first one. But I do have some issues with that in the second one that I will wait on for just one moment while I ask. Anything else you guys would like to say about likes?
2: I think that was it. Yeah,
0: I'm good. On to my dislikes then. Because I do disagree with Justin about some of those things. And it goes into what I was just saying. This movie did a very good job of making a movie sequel. and I was, But I was really kind of sad with this movie because of where it failed next to me, which was it did not do a good job of what would essentially be making a video game sequel. While as much as I did like seeing these characterizations of Kevin Hart and The Rock being Danny DeVito and and Danny Glover, respectively. I felt like they kind of carried that aspect of it a little too long because one of the things I like about, like, good video game sequels is good video game sequels know how to take the same characters from before and you tweak them a little bit, you know, you add something new, you know, you might take away something here and you add something there. You add new characters. You do have to add new characters. You add new characters, but you put them in a new situation. And while on paper this movie did that, unfortunately to me, they stayed away from that that core group of characters being the core g- group of characters a little too long. I understand why they did it initially. I felt I just feel like they kind of stayed away from that a little too long to cap. To me, that then takes away from it being a good version of a video game sequel because you just don't get that familiarity uh, with some of the characters and stuff like that till way later in the movie. And, and when it does that, it it, it kind of just feels almost like, you know, like you're just kind of wasting your time in some of the other points of the movie, because it's like, okay, now we have to actually beat this game. So everybody be your characters. And then they just, you know, swap places and they're like, all right, now we can go win. Mm -hmm. you know i liked some of the points they added with it it's just when i'm watching this movie and then overall at the end it just made me feel like they just kept it they kept that aspect of it for too much of the movie just to be like okay now back to normal so we can win and that just kind of makes it a little less special in that regard and i don't know maybe it's just me maybe you guys don't care about it but how fucking stupid was that horse i understand it can fly and all that other shit (laughs) but it's a fucking character in the game No, nobody would actually play as the fucking horse. That's stupid. And then Danny Glover's like, oh, I'm going to be the horse and stay in Jumanji, which was just double fucking stupid to me. Like, (laughs) as soon as they were doing the whole Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, I'm dying. So we need to be friends thing, which can we quit fucking doing that with old people in movies? (laughs) Like, why is every shitty relationship in a fucking movie solved by somebody dying of a fucking disease that always just gives them a couple months left to fix relationships before they die. Like, why is that the fucking MacGuffin of fixing relationships with elderly people in a fucking movie? I'm fucking tired of seeing it. But then, so they do that scene, and I was like, oh, Danny Glover's going to stay in the game. Like, as soon as that happened, I knew exactly what was going to happen at the end. And then, whenever they did the whole, like, oh, let's switch around our characters, and then he was the fucking horse? Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's staying in the game as a fucking horse. That just seems even worse. Because you know what? Fuck
2: horses. (laughs) Oh, yes, we do have this argument with you often.
0: I don't give a fuck if they have a personality or they can, you know, which I mean in the regards of this video game slash movie where there was a person inside the horse or that he could fly. Fuck all that. Fuck the horses were stupid. Like, what's his fucking name? Nick Jonas lost two fucking lives to go save that fucking horse when they could have just done some other fucking bullshit to fucking get that guy up on, on the fucking blimp or something, you know, you could have had him have, you know, as he would have had all three lives, he could have given a life to the rocks character, which we already know they could do. And the rock could just go die and then launch himself up onto the fucking uh, blimp that way. That would have been a cooler version of it because we already kind of saw that in the fucking last movie. Mm. They should have just done it again because that's infinitely better than having a stupid fucking horse as a fucking character in this movie. It just bothered me to just no end. Um, I I felt like the joke uh with Danny DeVito's character fell a little flat at the end of the movie too. When, you know, they're like, oh, call out the name. He forgot the name at first and then he was like, oh yeah, Jumanji. I think it would have been funnier if he had forgot the name. And then, like, fucking said, like, four or five names and kept fucking it up.
2: Yeah. I thought that's what they were going to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because that's the natural thing. You want to see Danny DeVito or Aquafina as Danny DeVito do. <laughs> and they went, oh, what you want? You're not getting it for this scene. I'm like, come on. You just do it. Like, why? I was like, all the fucking times you're going to, like, play that joke of him not knowing the name of something. You're not going to do it at literally the best time to do it. You're going <laughs> right. to do it every other fucking time when it doesn't matter. Like, but you're not going to have that joke at the end? What is that? And also, why is Spencer trying to teach his granddad how to play a fucking game? And he's sitting there with something as complex as fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> Which I understand that a lot of people might think that Street Fighter is easy. It's an incredibly complex fighting game. Justin would know even more about that than me. But... <laughs> Why the fuck was he trying to teach him that? Why wouldn't you start with something simple like Dig Dug?
2: Pac-Man. Or just
0: Mario. Yeah, something. Why do you go, oh, let me teach you the intricacies of fucking counters and shit in fucking Street Fighter? Like Danny DeVito doesn't even know how to fucking properly hold a controller. (laughs) And you're just going to sit there and go, oh, yes, we're going to do this with Street Fighter. Like, what fucking garbage is that? Um... Oh, one thing, I I will loop back around real quick. The one thing I did forget about my likes. Um, I really liked the way this movie, like, directly ended. Um, with them not breaking the console and the uh, game started shooting out people or animals into the real world. Because um, I think that's a fantastic idea for a third movie sequel to this movie. Mm. Um, you get um, all the aspects of what people like about the original Jumanji. Which, yeah. I mean, it's I'm completely apathetic towards that movie. But you get all the elements of that. But you also get to kind of... I'm interested to see the actual kids who know what to do actually have to perform some of these roles. Yeah. Plus, I think we'll actually get it interesting... If they do end up doing something like that in the third movie, you also get to have all these people come out of the game too. You would get to have The Rock could come out of the game. It would actually be another new character. Mm-hmm because we haven't actually gotten to see the rock just be that character. Yeah.
2: Like who he was meant to originally be. I'm
0: very interested. Yeah. I I would, I'm really curious to see what these actors would do just being these characters. Like what would Kevin Hart do being that character? What would Jack Black do being that character?
2: Yeah. That would be cool.
0: And I think that's a very interesting thing. And that's something I really want to see. Well, like I said, I have problems with this movie and stuff like that, which aren't as bad as I guess I have been with other movies. Um, I am super excited for the possibility of a third one because of the way this ended. And I'm not typically one for like cliffhanger or like obviously like sequel bait stuff at the end, but just the way that it's taking this franchise, especially the new incarnation of this franchise in just a whole different direction than I think anybody thought it would go. And the possibilities that opens up, I find incredibly intriguing. I'm really sad. I didn't say that in the like section. So, dislike on me for doing that to myself (laughs) um heather what did you not like about this movie
2: yeah i do um i agree about the whole the part where um milo danny devito's or danny glover's character stays in the game i knew it was gonna happen but just that whole idea of that storyline like i don't know i just feel like that storyline didn't really mesh well with the rest of what this movie was Like it was just a very like suddenly super sad thing to throw into this fun movie, you know, and I didn't really care for that. Like it could have they could have done it where it was like, you know what, I'm sorry. I just realized that I've held a grudge for too long and I just want to be friends. It could have been that and be the same thing and it would have been fine or have them come back to the real world and be buddies again and oh he's at christmas with us now cuz we're friends again and oh let's reopen the shop again like whatever it could there's just so many other directions i think they could have gone with that whole friendship being renewed and whatever because i would have liked to have seen a danny devito danny glover fun scene at the end of it when they're back in the real world together you know i just think that the whole adding the the fact that he was dying into it it was just a little bit more um, dark for this movie than I expected them to go with it. And it kind of threw me off and I just don't really feel like it gelled with everything else they did in this movie. So um, I didn't really care for that aspect of it. Um, And also I, and something I also thought was weird about the first movie a little bit was just the whole, the whole relationship with um, Bethany and Alex, the Colin Hanks and then the blonde girl. I'm forgetting her name, but Just like that whole thing in the in the first one, too, was kind of weird because he's so much older, you know, because he's been in that game for, what, 20 years? And then they come back to the real world and whatever age he is there. It was just this weird like they don't do anything with that, really. But you could just tell like the whole, oh, there was that missed opportunity. If we were in the real world together, you know, we might have been something. But he's just like significantly older.
0: I didn't feel that way. No, I didn't feel like that that's what they were portraying oh, okay. with it. I felt like they were portraying that, like, almost like that's what people are expecting mm-hmm. it to be. But instead, it very much is a just like a love they have for each other because of the situation they were in, in a, like in a non-romantic huh. okay. way. Like, there's just that type of bond. Like, the, the, the bond that that core group developed, I think she's the only one that directly also gained that bond with him
2: yeah and she did
0: like well they all well they all bonded together in like this unique way and all this other stuff i think she's just the only one that also had that with him i don't think any of the other characters had that with his character
2: yeah no and that is true and and i'm not saying it was a bad relationship because i like how they did it and it was mostly a very amicable like respectful type of you know Nostalgic almost for them, it feels like sort of relationship when they were together. Um, but I don't know. It was just like the idea of it was like, oh, like, is he gonna be like really into her when he's an old man out of this game? It was just like maybe because of how I thought it was gonna go in the first one, I still carried that like tread lightly on this type of thing in this movie. They didn't make it weird, but I think I thought they were gonna make it weird. And so I just was like, yeah, is it necessary, you know? But I mean, I liked both of those characters for sure. I thought they were great characters, but I just, I'm never, I was never really quite sure what they were going to try to do with those two. So it just kind of made me be like, "Uh Oh, what is this? You know, but, um, but, you know, I mean, also there's not a whole lot about this that I'm going to say I don't like about it. Not that it's a perfect movie, just that, you know, it was so enjoyable for me in the sense of what it was supposed to be that I don't really have a lot of things I don't like about it, but mostly it was really just that ending of, you know, Um, him dying and deciding to stay in that game. And that was just, it was just not the direction I think they should have gone with what that storyline was. Uh, That's pretty much my biggest thing about it. And I do actually agree once you said it, Sterling, about they were those other characters for too long before they came back to the ones that we came to love in the original. Um, Except for Karen Gillian. Um, And her character was the same, which was awesome. I'm really glad they had at least one character that stayed the same. And I'm glad that it was hers because she was more reasonable than the others, mostly. (laughs) So I really liked that they did that with hers. But yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, that's there other than what you guys have or what you've already talked about. I don't really have anything that I was just like, why would you do that in this movie? So, yeah, that's it for me.
0: I'm going to pull a Justin. And say something before he gets to say something now. Mm -hmm. Um, But this actually won't ruin anything for him. It might actually give him something to say he didn't like. Uh, Because I'm actually going to say another like. I know this is really crazy that I'm just jumping in all throughout the dislikes. Just bringing up shit I liked. Um, I was actually really happy that uh, Karen Gilliam's uh, character was like a very main character Mm -hmm. in this movie. She was very much the central focus well, everybody else was like, and it, and I know it's because she was the only one that was her normal character from the first one, but I really kind of loved how just in general that character was very much the take charge. We need to do it this way type of character. And I just, it was just a very fantastic job. And uh, I really love her as an actress. I mean, she was my favorite part of Avengers Endgame by far. Yeah. And yeah, it was just really nice seeing her in another movie just as an actor kicking ass. Just really, really nice. Yeah. And that made me happy. Justin, what did you not like about this movie, though? Uh,
1: yeah, so for me, just um, well, what I said uh, towards the beginning is that um, I appreciated all of the, uh, the 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 video game references and just how certain characters and the and the and the way they kind of frame the story was a, a lot like the things uh, you come to understand are in video games and things like that. And I talked about, like, Spencer and the whole thing about him wanting to escape. And that's kind of what video games are, this escapist entertainment. So you had a character who was trying to escape his life, and that's why he went back to the game. Uh, even when you guys were talking about some of your points, like the, the, the struggle to try to get new players who have never been, uh, played the game to play it and they're moving so slowly or they don't understand what they're doing or they don't understand like what, what we have to do in this game and just the frustration of trying to get people on your team who haven't played the game before to play like all of that really just comes across well in this movie so I said all that to say that w- w- uh, one of the dislikes I had was just that I don't know if this film As far as just why the game had changed, I think that there would have been that that, that there were plenty of video game explanations that you could have given. But from what I understand, the they didn't really give an explanation for why the game had changed, or other than just well, it was you know that the console was a little broken whenever it was started back up again. But I don't remember them giving. No,
0: they they do give. what, What did they say? They do give that explanation. It, well, it's it's just inherent in what it is. It's Jumanji. It's magic. That's why the game is different. Like, the game knows you're coming back into it for a second time. It creates a sequel. That's just what Jumanji is. Um, Because that's the inherent thing of this whole reboot is the fact that Jumanji realized that as a board game, it would no longer get played. So how does it get you to play it? it becomes a video game. So it's kind of the same principle as how is it going to get you... How is it going to... Um. I don't want to say trap you because I don't necessarily think the game is evil, but at the same time it could be. Like the game literally could just be a tool of the devils, but I think it's the inherent thing of how does it get you to play it again with a chance of the game beating you? It has to be a sequel because that's what the game does want to do. The game does want to beat you, but the game also wants to give you a chance to beat it. So it knows the same people are going into it. How does it try to beat you? It makes itself a sequel. It makes itself a different game. At least, I mean, I know, like you said, it didn't say it directly, but that's just how I took it because that's just what Jumanji is with Jumanji magic.
1: Yeah. And and what I'm saying is that I think that that's something that definitely needed to be explained or something that, you know, that that should have come across so that if somebody who isn't familiar with this or doesn't even know what Jumanji is or, or doesn't understand that concept of it evolving and changing i think that that was something that needed to that needed to come across especially because you had so many scenes where characters are going oh well this is different or they're checking their strengths and weaknesses and they're like oh i didn't have that last time or you know just the whole mission and there were new stages and all of this other stuff And, and and what i was trying to say is that there are so many Good video game explanations that could have gone into that, or you could have had, you know, even if it, even if uh, the our, uh, our avatar, the guy that just um, only has a few uh, certain responses that he says, I think that that Nigel, that guy, I think that he could have been the person who could have just explained, well, this game was conquered the first time, but this is the second quest, or this is the extra mission, or this is the, you, you know, this is the, because in a because in a lot of video games, the idea of a second quest or the idea of uh, a DLC quest or anything like that, an additional quest, you beat the game and then here's an additional quest and it's got uh, different items or it's a hard mode or something like that. I just really wish that was in there. You know, just p- being a gamer and playing so many games and stuff like that, I think that there was just an opportunity to go, oh, well, this is a more difficult version of the game. That's why the our rock character has this weakness this time, or that's why now there's this horse person now or character, or that's why this is, like, I feel like there were opportunities to maybe put something cool and kind of geeky or video gamey in there. And I just don't know if that came across though. I get the explanation that, that that you gave, but it just, to me, it was just never clear. They never really explained why the game was different. And, And even if it had been, that had been the explanation. Well, the game just changes because it's Jumanji. Even if a character had said that, that would have been better than nothing, in my opinion. So I don't know. I just didn't feel like I got anything, and I just felt like it would have been cool to have inserted some more video game logic in there uh, in that way. So that was just all I was going to say is I, I, I wish that they had tied that into just some video game elements that uh, that that um, I'm familiar with or just being that this is a video game and you had – ample ways that you could have like explained that or put that in perspective that's why everything is different because this is the second quest or now or we're playing this is a hard mode or something like that or the the level is different or it could have been one of those where you know they're at the menu and they're like okay we got to select our avatars or whatever and then what if all of a sudden uh it just said Uh, choose your difficulty or something and then he's like uh just put it on easy mode and then all of a sudden it selects hard for them and they're like oh shit what does hard mode mean and then they get sucked in you know i just thought there were there were there were cool opportunities to kind of like throw that stuff in there just because it's fun video game stuff so i just thought that would have been cool uh
0: well well just before you move on to something else well, what about also the explanation of when you're in a video game and you go to a sequel, typically it's just a continuation of the story that you've gotten before and you're going to new places and you're doing new things. And in a way, that's kind of what this did. You know, it's it's kind of like they just picked it up and they popped in Jumanji 2 and now it's just a new scenario. Like, it's it did that version of it just in the game itself because when you're in a game... It doesn't say, "Hey, this is a sequel." This, this, and this. It just starts the new story, and you know, especially if it is a continuation of the story before it, which this one I think very much played into. Um, then it it just kind of says, "Hey, like, well, like he did is like uh, Doctor Bravestone. Um, thank you for coming back." You know, so like that aspect of it. I guess that's why for me that part of it didn't bother me is because within the game itself, it felt. That aspect of it did feel like a continuation of the, of a of like a, a sequel video game. You know what I mean? Like just the way they present themselves in that.
2: Yeah, and like and Justin, I do get what you're saying because I'm I, I don't know. Like there was a little bit of that when Nigel was explaining a little bit of the story and whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I do get what you mean, but it's also I think I liked the element of it's almost like as if you were playing the game for the first time yourself just as at home where you're just kind of like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do here. I guess I'll have to figure it out on the way. And I think that's what these characters did in the game where it was just it, it made it funny to me that they the reveals of their strengths and weaknesses or the, the things added to it that they are finding them out throughout the the movie because it's things that they were like not used to in the first one. When, you know, like whenever um, the Rocks character, you know, it shows that he has one weakness and they're like, what, you didn't have a weakness last time, you know? And so they're all confused and trying to figure it out. I actually think it kind of added to it. But um, in general, I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I just think for this specific movie, it worked that they did not explain that well. Other movies, I would probably feel the same way, but because throughout it, you're like, Oh, they're figuring it out too. So we're kind of figuring it out as they do, and I thought it made it more um, more entertaining that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and 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 I'm not even necessarily saying that anything that they did because I totally got that they were that it was a new scenario and they did enough to show that that, that, that it was kind of felt like this sequel game or, or anything like that. I just you know all I was asking for was just an explanation of why. So that's all I'm saying. I'm not really, I wouldn't have changed anything about how they presented the world or how there were new people or anything like that. I don't think that's really what the issue is. I just thought, you know, it's a video game. So just be more gamey in your presentation. And and I think that that was something that was kind of missing in the movie. In the first, in the first movie, there was a lot of gamer like talk lingo and presentation with it like you get to the beginning and he's and the and the avatar is trying to run you through a tutorial and they're like oh man you know this that and the other and then they start the quest and all that kind of stuff and i get that this being a sequel a lot of that stuff they felt like well we don't want to rehash too much of that stuff Uh, and these characters are familiar with, some of these characters are familiar so we can't reintroduce all that stuff, but you know I just thought that you could have added more of those gamey concepts and you know, I just think it would have added to it, not saying that it was bad or anything the way it was, I'm not even necessarily saying it was a, a bad thing that it didn't have it, like it's a minus per se, but it was just something I thought would have been cool you know just more of those gaming elements there could have been a tutorial and then the and then our carrie gillian could have been like well let's skip all of this we we know all of this so we don't need to go through this we can just skip this part or you know it would have been cool to kind of have some of those gamey concepts prevalent in it and i think in this it was more about just them doing the impressions and them talking and stuff like that. So some of those gaming elements were missing. And that was just kind of the biggest one that stood out to me was the chance to kind of label why this is a sequel game or why they're having to do this quest differently or why these elements have changed. And I just thought, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just a general explanation would have added to that. But uh, but, but no, I totally get what you guys are saying. Um, In addition to that, like you guys already talked about it, but I'll just talk about my feelings on it. Yeah, the whole thing with Danny DeVito staying um, as the horse or whatever, I didn't have a problem with the horse avatar or the horse character. I mean, Danny Glover, I'm sorry, Danny DeVito, Danny Glover. Sorry, Um, they. I didn't have a problem with the horse avatar or character just because, I mean, there's been plenty of games where there's an animal and you ride on the animal or the animal can do this or that for you. Or, you know, there are games where you control an animal or an animal is a pivotal part of the, the, of uh, the, the quest of the game or whatever. So, okay. The, I was kind of cool with that because that, that's a very gamey thing, but yeah, the whole thing with the, the sad story about I'm about to die and, uh this i i was gonna say the same thing that heather said that is very dark for this type of story and this type of universe that whole thing of oh man you know i was uh i was about to die you, you know i was totally expecting something to happen where it was like oh well you know something even a gag at the end where they're out of the game and he's like oh well i thought i was gonna die but i guess i looked at this wrong the, the results, you know, a family member calls him and goes, hey, man, you looked at your shit wrong, man. Uh, you don't have anything like I think <laughs> that would have been way more funny for this type of film. Than what we got the whole, oh, I'm just going to stay in the video game and be a horse forever. And and I mean, what about your family and what about every, every other people in your life or other things you left behind or who's going to take care of all this stuff? You know, just the adult in me just could not get with that scenario. And I think that it would have just been funny, er. <laughs> And perfect for this movie. If they would have got back and and then I mean and then and then him being like, oh shit, I just looked at my papers wrong, man. I'm not dying after all. And Danny DeVito be like, man, what the hell? You know that would have to me. And they yeah, start that would have been hilarious. And you could have just kept him in there or something. You know, it didn't have to be that dark and that sad. I thought as well. So that was just a uh, something that stood out to me, and that was kind of a fix that I came up with myself. So yeah, but those would be the main uh two things I didn't like. Just more of a gamer presentation with some of the stuff and then the 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 Danny Glover thing I think should have been played for laughs like most of the movie is.
0: Well you did remind me of something else, Justin. And this, unlike these other things, is a dislike. Um at the end of the movie when like Danny DeVito's like, oh, I've got nothing to do yeah, I'll help out at this restaurant. What the fuck can an old ass Danny DeVito do in a restaurant? <laughs> he can't even reach a cash register. He's so he couldn't short.
2: even move either in this yeah, movie. He's,
0: he's he he's got a bum hip. He he can't be standing on his feet all day. Like, what is he really gonna do? Just do the books, do the inventory and shit? I'm like, you they they you know, yeah, he can take some pressure off of her. You know, and all this other stuff. But, like, what is he really going to do? You know, if the kitchen's in the weeds and, you know, they've got a ton of tickets and shit, it's not like he can throw on an apron and do anything. He can't see the top of a stove. He can't reach burners, <laughs> you know. He, he can't be carrying glasses and shit like that, like from the dishwasher and stuff. He's, he's old and short and disabled from a hip. <laughs> I just don't understand really what he's going to do to truly help out this restaurant. <laughs> other than some admin work, which is typically very easy to do if you're like really that busy and stuff like that. You can typically afford to like get an accountant or something like that. I mean, it's just yeah, that just seemed a little weird to me. So, anything else on this movie, guys? No.
2: No, that's I'm it good. for me.
0: All right. I guess recommendations and scores. Uh, Justin, it's on you.
1: Do I recommend? Yes, I do. This was this was a, a lot of fun, uh, man. And um if you were a fan of Uh, the the other Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, then you're going to enjoy this. It does, like we talked about, it does enough new and feels fresh enough to where it's very enjoyable. And you get to see some funny performances that you just... (laughs) <laughs> didn't realize that that you needed. So it was a solid sequel. It's full of laughs. There was enough different happening to make it feel fresh and ultimately it's satisfying and it doesn't take itself too seriously. It really is an escape is good time. So I definitely uh, recommend it. Um, it. It's This is a solid solid sequel. So I'm going to go 75 and we'll go seventy-five. <laughs> um, Kevin Hart as Danny Glover <laughs> telling stories at the most inappropriate time while other characters are losing their lives. Out of one hundred, Heather, what about you?
2: Um, I I would recommend this, especially if you saw the first one and liked it. Um, I I definitely think you you see the first one before this one because it just kind of sets the tone and um, helps you understand the characters better if you see the first one but it was a lot of fun it was entertaining and enjoyable I'm always a huge fan of Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart doing any movie together because their dynamic together is always so great Uh, yeah it's just it's really just a fun a fun movie to watch honestly so I, I do recommend it my score is, and I don't I don't know why, this is just my gut with it. I'm going to give it an 85 smoldering Dwayne Johnson looks out of 100.
1: Uh,
0: For me, um, I'm only going to recommend it if you like the first one. Um, if you don't like the first one, just skip this one. You're not going to like it either because it really is more of the same and not in a bad way. Um, Yeah, you're just not going to enjoy it because if you don't enjoy the first one, it's just... You're, this one won't click with you, but I, I think if you do enjoy the first one, it's for the most part, it is more of the same. You do get some differences, uh, you know, like we said with the, the characters portraying some of the other avatars and things like that. And, and stuff like that, it helps, you know, it, it does give it some freshness and some differences and stuff like that. And, you know, seeing them put in, in unique circumstances. And, uh, I really loved the, uh, addition of Aquafina. I thought that was great. Um, with her being in it i thought she was she did a very fantastic job uh doing this especially you know like me and heather said it at least surprised us um so no that was all really good um i hate doing this but as with Jastin, i will give this 75 uh i don't even know what to do give it 75 fuck flying horses out of 100 Let's just go with that
2: That you're gonna say something about hyenas
0: oh you're right i should uh 75 there should have been way more hyenas in this movie than there was out of 100 <laughs> there you go don't hyena tease me if you're gonna have hyenas you fucking commit to them there better be a ton of hyenas in this third one that's all i'm saying and you know what's gonna happen because this movie's making a ton of money so, right yeah there better be some hyenas in this in this third one um anything else guys
1: No. negative
0: that's just two wildly different ways to say no. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Cinema Slayers Podcast. Check us out at ww.cinemayers.com. Check us out on Facebook at Cinema Slayers Podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at cinema underscore slayers. Um as we're coming to the, the end of this year, just uh keep an eye out for a, a seriously a lot of fucking content. Uh we're having there's just a ton of movies right now, um, and all this other stuff and you know, there's going to be some solo slayers, some just fucking bonus episodes out the ass. There's just going to be a lot coming your way for the next few weeks. So just keep an eye out for that and hopefully enjoy it. Um, Like I have talked about on previous episodes, uh, starting next year, we are going to start switching up some things here and there. Uh, we're going to try some different episode formats and some different this and that. Um, So if you like something we do, let us know. If you don't like something we do, let us know. Because uh, like I said, we're going to be playing around with a couple of things to, you know, figure out a, a better way to present this podcast to you and to just present something better for you listeners overall. So just like I said let us know. And once again thank you Chris Bonget, for this awesome uh, new song for us and uh, as always according to Justin, Moon Knight is a Best Picture winner.
1: Hello. Hey, Super Mario bring your arm. Die, my not the if you think it's in trouble you can call us on the double hang it with the others you'll be hooked on the brothers dun, dun, dude why the fuck dun, were you doing dun, the Mario dun, dun, song dun, dun, during that you are just an dun, asshole dun, 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 dun. Da 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 da